Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast. This is Dr. Eric Tangumonkan with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. I'm a strong believer that each and every one of us has great potential in them and given the right conditions and placed in the right place, all of us can excel. All of us can rise up to the occasion, make a difference in the lives of others, in the lives of our community, our nation, and the world at large. I want to take this opportunity to welcome you to today's broadcast. Please do me a favor, share this video, invite other people to join us. Together, we can make a difference. Together, we can help other people reach their full potential. This is not something that I can do alone. I always like to give one or two disclaimers regarding why I'm doing uh, this series of broadcasts. You should know I am an immigrant and I'm pro-immigration. In addition to that, I'm also in support of immigration that is done in a way that benefits everybody. Migration is part of the human experience and uh, people have migrated before us. They're migrating right now and they will continue to migrate as long as the earth exists and there are people on earth. And that is why uh, the sooner we wake up to this realization, the better for both the communities into which the immigrants are moving into and also for the immigrants themselves as they are moving. I've, I gave a promise that for the past, for the next uh, 52 days, we are going to be talking about the 52 uh, strategies that will position every immigrant to excel anywhere in the world. Our case study of emphasis has been on the United States. However, these uh, 52 strategies, if applied in other parts of the world, they're going to work as well. Some of them may be very specific to the United States, but the principles behind are universal. It's very important uh, for you to understand uh, if you want to do well. There are 52 different areas, and it, it is just uh, uh, initiating the conversation. So you should be thinking how to uh, grow in these 52 different areas. I require you, I encourage you, I admonish you to grow as much as you can in all the 52 different areas we are going to be touching. I have a resource that I've put together uh, that talks about uh, these different 52 areas. However, this resource is just the starting point. I want you to develop 
each of the different areas. We've already looked at uh, ten of, uh, the different areas, and today we're going to be moving to the 11th uh, strategy or 11 area that I want you to be working on. It's very important if you want to do well as an immigrant to think about these different areas. If you grow in them, you are not going to fail. You're going to be successful. And remember, one of the compelling reasons this book was written and why we're having this conversation is because I realized that you are going to make mistakes. However, it is not smart to repeat the mistakes that other people have already made. I've lived in the US for almost 20 years. And during that time, I've made a lot of mistakes. And I've met a lot of people who have also made a lot of mistakes. And in compiling uh, this resource together and coming up with these 52 points, one of the underlying motivation for me is to help you not to reinvent the wheel is to help you to prevent making the mistakes I have made and other immigrants have made. You're going to make your own mistakes. However, don't repeat our mistakes. If you can focus on these 52 different areas, I guarantee you, you're going to move faster, stronger, and you achieve more than those that have come ahead of you. That is my desire and prayer for you, and I hope you're going to take advantage of that. We're going to be talking today about learning other cultures. Learning other cultures. And I'm going to plead with you to listen very closely because some of what I'm going to say may not sit well with you because it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. I've heard a lot interacted with, with a lot of people. And at, at the moment, there is a lot of push for diversity. I'm not against diversity, but diversity, the way it's being taught right now and pushed, has a lot of pitfalls. And I want you to be aware of that. If you don't learn how to navigate through some of these pitfalls, it's going to hamper you and prevent you from growing. You must learn other cultures. The future belongs to those who have a high Q, your cultural intelligence coefficient to be high. You've moved into the United States and in the, in the US, we have people from almost every country on earth. We have a lot of different cultures different belief systems, and people from all over, different ways of dressing, different ways of eating, different ways of expression. And uh, th this brings a lot of challenges with it, but there are also a lot of advantages to it. I'm going to be addressing specifically you, the immigrant who chose to move from wherever you were born to the United States. And we're going to go back to this fundamental question that I have been bringing up for us to think about. 
And when it comes to learning other culture, this particular question becomes extremely important. And here is the question, why did you leave your country of birth? It's you and only you alone that can answer that question. Why did you leave your country of birth? You know the reason why you left. I can try to guess them. Maybe you were being persecuted politically or religiously. Maybe the economy in that country was not delivering for you and you were running away from hunger, you were running away from a poor educational uh, uh, system or you're running away from poor infrastructure, you know the reason that moved you. Or maybe you, you moved because you're coming to the United States to, to conquer. I don't know what your reason is, but if I make the assumption that you moved to the US because you want something better, you want to improve yourself, you want to reach your full potential, then we can have a level-headed discussion. And I'm going to be very frank with you and ask questions that are going to make you feel uncomfortable. If the culture that you grew up in and the belief system that you grew up in, if that culture worked for you, if that culture delivered for you, if that culture gave you everything that you needed, if that culture was good enough, don't you think you wouldn't have left your country of birth? Have you been able to connect the dots between what moved you from where you were born to the United States, to your culture and your belief system? Do you see the connection? A lot of people like to say, I am my culture. If you take away my culture, you've taken away who I am. You are not your culture. You are not your culture. None of us is. I say that because we have the ability to learn to eat different types of food, to learn to dress in a different way, learn to speak a different languages, we have the ability to learn new things. And because we can learn new things, there's room for us to discard some of the things that are not working for us. It's going to take a lot of soul searching, courage for you to be able to let go of certain belief system, a certain way of doing things for you to grow. It's going to be very, very important for you if you want to do well in this new environment. And that is why I'm challenging you as an immigrant to learn other cultures, to grow. You cannot insist on living and doing things exactly as you did in your country of birth that you left because it's not working for you and you expect to get different results. I hope you understand what is at stake. It's time for you to grow up. It's going to be uncomfortable. Discomfort is the only way that we grow. You've already moved. I want you to keep moving. I want you to keep growing. 
and expanding your thinking and expanding your cultural intelligence. Well, you may be telling me, why do I have to be the person who has to learn new ways of doing things? Why do I have to be the person that has to go the extra mile to um, learn other people's cultures, to grow? Am I trying to say that your culture is inferior or your culture is bad? That is not what I'm saying. You should judge for yourself. Whatever culture you brought into the United States, if it did not deliver what you needed, what makes you think it's going to deliver now? You should make that evaluation. You don't have to say that somebody is trying to take away your identity. You are not your culture. If you chose to move to the United States because you felt that the United States can deliver good education for you, the United States can deliver a good job, whatever your motivation is, this is the time for you to ask yourself, what is different about the United States? How is it that the United States is able to deliver me the good education or good jobs or whatever your motivation is? It's a very important question. When you ask that question, you have to investigate. You realize that things are done in the US in a particular way, and it is left to you to grow up and learn how things are done so that you can do well. It's very important. Nobody's trying to take away anything from you. You have to make up your mind to make the adjustments that are necessary for you to fit in and do well. If you don't fit in, you are not going to do well. If you are not in synergy with the country, with the system, you are going, you are not going to do well. And remember, don't try to change anybody. It's you to change yourself. It's you that showed up. It's on you to make the adjustments so that you can fit in. And remember, it's okay to change the system that you made. It's okay to change the system, but you need to ask yourself, what am I changing it to? If I change it to wherever I moved from, is it going to deliver what I need? That is again, that again is a question that only you can answer. And if you want to do that type of change, that you are changing other people, you are trying to move other people in your direction, remember you're going to face a lot of resistance, and don't complain when you experience a pushback. It's very, very crucial for you to understand that the best way to change is changing yourself. You have to change yourself. And that means that you have to evaluate your belief system, the culture that you're bringing in, and make sure it's going to be compatible with where you want to go. The, 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 the ball is in your court. Don't insist on other people to change. And something as basic as learning the English language, if you want to do well, you should learn the language. English is spoken in the United States. Yeah, translations are done in, into many other languages. I bet you, do you, well, you, do you want to really do well? You should learn English. There are lots of excellent resources, a lot of information in the English language. If you learn how to speak, the English language is going to help you go a long way. You're going to have access to information. You'll be able to communicate with many more people. That is very important. 
In our next broadcast, we're going to be talking about expanding your network. But you cannot expand your network if you don't learn, if you don't learn new cultures, if you don't learn uh, new ways of eating, new ways of dressing, new ways of fitting in. Unfortunately, humans are creatures of habit. We like the familiar. We like that which we are comfortable with. We like that which we already know. And that is why it's not uncommon to find immigrants congregating along ethnic lines because they can speak the same language, dance the same type of music, beat the same type of drums, and dress in a particular way. There isn't anything wrong with that. But the question you have to ask yourself is, is this serving my purposes? Is this serving my purposes? You cannot try to recreate what you left behind in the United States and you ex expect to do well, you expect to reach a full potential. There is always a, a, a pool of nostalgia when you think of that which you've left behind. You, you stop seeing the flaws, you stop seeing the limitations because you want to return to the good old days. Don't fall into that trap. It's time for you to move forward. I, I tell people all the time, if God wanted me to be a Cameroonian, now, I, I, I mean, there was no need for him to move me out of Cameroon to start with. What is the point? What is the point of trying to uh, relieve the life that did not deliver? What you wanted, yeah. This is this is a very this is a very tough thing to do. But do you really want to do well? Do you want to reach your full potential? You are going to have to learn new cultures. You are going to have to drop certain things from your culture if you want to do well. Yeah, there, there are people here who encourage you to stay where you are. Don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. They may be trying to help you to be comfortable, but the place of comfort is not a place of growth. The place of comfort is the place of death. It's a place of stagnation. Don't let people tell you, oh, keep your culture. The question should be, how is it going to help me move forward? How is it going to help me reach my full potential? If you are keeping your culture, do you want to commercialize it, make it become part of the American experience and be able to add value to the life of the country? Or you're just keeping it for the sake of keeping it and because you are afraid to lose something? You only have 24 hours in a day. And how you use that time is going to determine how far you're going to go. The good thing is that our next topic is going to tie very well into this one, where you're going to realize that who I spend a lot of time with is going to determine how far I'm going to go. And that is why some of us right now, we are stuck because of the people that were hanging around, people that speak like us, dress like us, eat like us. And because of that, we are handicapped, seriously. I remember vividly 
when I, I was volunteering somewhere and uh, my mentor walked into the, the office one day and um, he was talking to me. And in my mind, I wanted to show how serious and committed at what I, I was. Instead of stopping what I, I was doing on the computer and sitting and facing him uh, squarely, I was um, busy talking to him at the same time, trying to focus on what I was doing. He, he asked me to um, stop what I was doing and he gave me a little lecture. It was very, very uncomfortable, but I learned, I learned a lot. Cultures are different. You, you try to impose a culture here, you're gonna run into a lot of awkward moments. And that is why you have to be willing to learn. Uh, for example, in some cultures, we don't look straight into uh, people's eyes, especially the elderly when they talk to us, we have to uh, avoid eye contact because it's a, a sign of respect and reverence. I mean, some cultures, people bow, some stoop low and things like that. You bring that here, it's awkward. It's not gonna work for you. Because in the US, when most people meet you, if you avoid eye contact, it's an indication that you're not confident. You are hiding something. It's good to know these things so that you can change how you carry yourself, how you present yourself. And some of the dressing that we have, if you are from the tropics, it's okay to dress in a certain way. It's hot and humid and all that. But now you move into a country where it gets really cold. Why do you have to insist to dress in a certain way? It doesn't, it doesn't really serve your purposes. So it's going to be difficult to let go of certain things, and you have to. And some of what you add, if, if, if it worked within the context that you were raised, now that you've moved, you have to reevaluate everything. If not, it's going to be a handicap to you, and you don't want that. Remember, we started by saying that immigrants are go-getters, they're risk-takers, you have what it takes, they have a lot of drive. You've already stepped out, keep on stepping out. And what is not helping you? What has become a dead weight on you? Don't be afraid to cut it out and drop it. Above all, you have to get out of your comfort zone, reach out to other people, learn about their cultures and make the necessary adjustments. The future, indeed, is for those whose QC is high. And lastly, those in the United States who are inter interacting with immigrants, I want to plead with you, stop encouraging the immigrants to stay in their comfort zone. Stop enabling them to stay in their comfort zone. What you are doing is promoting segregation. What you are doing is handicapping those that have come in and you are dealing with them at arm's length. It's not gonna help us in the long run. What we need is integration. What we need 
is cross-pollination. What we need is an exchange. It's not go do your thing, let us do our own. This is so prevalent in the Christian church. In some settings where the Caucasians have their service and the immigrants have their own, why? Why are we doing that? It's the same God. Why can't we blend? Why, why can't we exchange and learn how to worship God? We are here to stay. We are not just here for, for a visit. These are the new Americans. We are building a country. And if we cannot meet and worship God together, yeah, I understand language barrier and all learn. It's not about comfort. It's about kingdom. It's about building a country. And if at the level of, of, of worship, we cannot meet together and worship is very, very sad. And those of you immigrants who want to plant a church and your target population is other immigrants, how are you going to build a country? How are you going to fit in with your people? It's a bad idea. And that is why your target, your target should be the people of God. And they come in all shades of colors. These are some of the basic things we need to be doing if we want a united and strong nation in the long run. But if everybody is doing their own thing in their own little place, sooner or later, we're going to have a lot of clashes. It's important for everybody to be talking to each other and for cross-pollination to be taking place. I want to thank you so much for watching. I've raised some issues that you may be uncomfortable with. If you have questions, address them to me. The number is 214-908-3963. If you want to email, that's perfectly fine. Eternal Kingdom 101 at gmail.com, eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com. Lastly, if you haven't gotten a copy of this book, I encourage you to do so. This is where our conversation is coming from. Thank you for watching. You've been listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonka with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Until next time, God bless you. We'll be talking about how to expand your network.